Well, worry has got to go. You have your hand out. I hope you will uh, fill in some blanks there with us today as we as we go through this uh, message. And uh, I'll tell you, I got anxiousness and anxiety and a little bit of worry uh, from straight from my family. My mama picks at me about it all the time. She's not any better than I am. And she got it fair and square from her grand, uh, from her daddy, my grandfather. Um, so we have good genes of, um, of, of, of being a worry wart sometimes. But the message entitled, Worry Has Got to Go. So let's get rid of worry today. Is that a deal? You want us to do away with worry? Let's get rid of it. And I know it's certainly easier said than done. One friend said to another, man, you sure do look worried. The friend replied, man, I've got so much trouble. If anything else goes wrong today, I'll have to wait two weeks to get around to worrying about it. <clears throat> That's us. We got worry on our plate all over it. And folks, I was reminded, and those of you who were in Sunday school, thank you for reminding me to remain faithful and true to the one who is faithful and true to us in the good and the bad. Dr. Charles Mayo of the Mayo Clinic said this, and I, and I quote, worry affects the circulation the heart, the glands, and the whole nervous system. He goes on to say, I have never known a man who died from hard work, but many who've died from stress. Metropolitan Life Insurance Company once circulated a pamphlet on fatigue. It said, and I quote, hard work by itself seldom causes fatigue, which cannot be cured, which cannot be cured by a good night's sleep. Worry, tenseness, and emotional upsets are the three biggest causes of fatigue. And then the evangelist Vance Havner said, and I'll quote, Worry is like a rocking chair. It will give you something to do, but it will never get you anywhere. Boy, how true. Let's look at a couple of passages of Scripture this morning together. Uh, Proverbs 3 Proverbs 3, one of my favorites, all-time favorites, maybe yours too, Proverbs 3, and let's read verses 5 through 10, and then I want us to flip over to the New Testament to Matthew and uh, read a few verses from there. Proverbs 3, 5 begins this way, trust in the Lord with all your heart and lean not on your own understanding. In all your ways, acknowledge him, and he shall direct your paths. Do not be wise in your own eyes. Fear the Lord and depart from evil. It will be health to your flesh and strength to your bones. Honor the Lord with your possessions and with the first fruits of all your increase. So your barns will be filled with plenty and your vats will overflow with new wine. Now flip over to the Gospel of Matthew chapter 6, and we find there right in the middle of the Sermon on the Mount, and Jesus gives us some, some really good instructions on worry. 
Find verse 25. Jesus speaking all of these words. Therefore I say to you, do not worry about your life, what you will eat or what you will drink, nor about your body, what you will put on. Is not life more than food and the body more than clothing? Look at the birds of the air, for they neither sow nor reap nor gather into barns, yet your heavenly Father feeds them. Are you not of more value than they? Which of you by worrying can add, a, can add one cubit to his statue? So why do you worry about clothing? Consider the lilies of the field, how they grow. They neither toil nor spin. And yet I say to you that even Solomon in his own glory was not arrayed like one of these. Now if God so clothes the grass of the field, which today is and tomorrow is thrown into the oven, will he not much more clothe you, O little faith? Therefore do not worry, saying, what shall we do? What shall we eat, or what shall we drink, or what shall we wear? For after, after all these things the Gentiles seek. For your heavenly Father knows that, that you need all these things. But seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and all these things will be added to you. Therefore, verse 34 says, Do not worry about tomorrow, for tomorrow will worry about its own things. Sufficient for the day is its own trouble. The word of the Lord. And Lord, as we look at these passages of Scripture a little closer, I pray that you would speak to our hearts, that you would show us, Lord, what you want us to learn as we read, as we study together. In your name I pray. Amen. Well, how to conquer worry. How to conquer worry. We find it right there in uh, Proverbs chapter 3. Uh, verses 5 through 10, and I hope this is a passage that you're familiar with, and maybe even a part of your life uh, mission. <clears throat> but let me point, point out to you, I've written them there on your, on your handout, four words of action in these two verses, four words of action. They are trust, it says trust in the Lord. Uh, they, uh, another one is lean not lean not, acknowledge, and direct. Now, let me, let me make sure we understand something here. That the first three of these action words are verbs, uh, uh, verbs, action verbs. They are commands that God has given us in his word. These first three are commands, and they represent your and my responsibility. All right? A lot of times we don't like responsibility. But here we have in God's Word some responsibility. And that responsibility, <coughs> excuse me, is simply to trust and not lean on our own understanding, but to acknowledge God. So these first three action words <coughs> are saying that we have to do our part. All right, we good? We got three words. They're action words. They're for us. We must do our part. That fourth verb is a promise. That word, that verb represents God's responsibility. Well, what do you mean? Look at verse 6. And he shall direct your paths. In other words, as I read that this week, I thought about this. You know, a lot of times we try to get in God's business. 
God, God's, you know, God's saying to us today, look, don't, don't get into my business. You do what you're supposed to do, and I promise I'll hold up on my end of the deal. You just make sure you do what you're supposed to do. So let's conquer worry, if we can, in our life by focusing on several of these terms, these significant words <coughs> that we see in this text. I've listed them there for you. I'm just going to go down and make a comment or two about each one, and, and, then, we'll, and then we'll move, uh, move on. So the first one is, is trust. What is trust? What is trust asking us to do? It's, it's calling for our total submission, our total dependence on whom? On God. When we trust in the Lord with all of our heart, this is what we're doing. Get this. This is what we're doing. We're taking our past. We're, we're taking our present. And we're taking our future. And we're saying this to God. We're saying, God, it's all yours. Have you done that? Heart, casting all our cares on the Lord, holding back no areas of our lives, not our minds, not our emotions. We're to give him everything, heart, soul, mind, and strength. Trust, heart, understanding, understanding. Did you know that our perspective is limited? Did you know that? Did you know God's perspective is unlimited? Now, I'll say that to say this. We're not to turn first to our own limited view. We're not to turn to self first. Think about that stressful situation right now. Think about it. What's a stressful situation that you're going through? Never should we first look to ourselves and ask, how am I going to take care of this? But how often do we do that? More often than we should. Philippians 4.13 says this. I can do all things by myself. I can do all things through Christ who gives me the strength. Understanding. What about lean? What about lean? We're not to put our weight on ourselves. So you're leaning back in that pew right now, and you're, you're trusting and you're depending on it. I can lean up against the wall right here, and I've got trust and faith and belief that this wall is going to hold me up. But see, that's what we do a lot of times in our life, is it not? That we depend on what we can do, what, how we can handle a situation. So scripture tells us we're not to lean on our own strength our own understanding, but we're to lean on God. Acknowledge. Acknowledge. This is, what, this is what we need to understand here. It means that we're to recognize God as who he is. Recognize God as who he is. Why? Why should we do that? Because as I prayed a little while ago, he's our refuge and strength, a very present help in trouble. Psalm 121.1, you notice that that was part of the passage that Dan put in the bulletin today. I didn't know he was going to put that in there, but we must need it for today. Psalm 121.1, I will lift up my eyes into the hills. And then they ask a question, where does my help come from? My help comes from the Lord, the maker of heaven and earth. And then make straight, make straight. New, a New American Standard uses, uh, says this about that verse 6. 
and he will make your paths straight. As I read that, I said, what an amazing verse that God will do something for us. Do what? What's he doing for us? Preparing the way, removing all those barriers uh, for us as we go through stressful situations. He gets us through it. <coughs> and then let's wrap it up this morning talking about three observations. This promise of, of Proverbs 3, 5, and 6, this promise is for stress-filled people. I know none of you fill in that blank because none of you experience stress in your life. Never have, never will. Baloney. We are stress-filled people, unfortunately. You may say, preacher, you have no clue where I am in my life. Preacher, you have no idea the worries, the burdens, the anxieties, the stresses that I have on me right now. And guess what? You're probably right. But can I tell you who does know? God. God knows. And let me say this. And I think Nan said it beautifully this morning in Sunday school. That if any of us walks out of this sanctuary, that door or these two, if we walk out of this sanctuary today with worry and stress still gnawing at us, it's simply that we have not totally trusted and acknowledged God and fully relied on God for who he really is and for what he can really do. Somebody gave me this little, little arm band here. And it says, F-R-O-G, fully rely on God. So I put that on this morning to remind me that I am to fully rely on God. This promise is for stress-filled people. God will do, letter B, God will do his part only if we do our part. What is our part, church? Our part is to trust to lean not on our own understanding, and to acknowledge him. That's our responsibility. And what that means is that our responsibility is simply to trust him with our worries. You have worries here today. I know you do. We all do. We have worries and concerns. But so many times, we try to carry that load ourselves, do we not? Matthew eleven twenty eight. Jesus said, Come to me, all you who labor and are heavy laden, and I will give you rest. Charles A. Tindley wrote a hymn with these words, Take your burden to the Lord and leave it there. If you trust and never doubt, he will surely bring you out. Take your burden to the Lord and leave it there. Psalm fifty five twenty two. Cast your burdens on the Lord, and he shall sustain you. He shall never permit the righteous to be moved. And thirdly, God can handle all areas of our lives. Now I want you to ask me that. Do, do you believe that? Do you believe that? That God can handle all areas of our lives? You may say, be saying, wait, wait a minute, all areas of my lives, preacher? That's right, all areas. Not some, not most, but every single area 
of our life. It must have been important for the, for the writer to remind us. I'm not, I don't think he made a mistake when he wrote these words. I think he was making an important point because he used all two times in, in that promise passage. Trust in the Lord with what? All of our heart. All of it. <coughs> in all of our ways, acknowledge him. So you say, what's the application here? What's the application? How can we apply this to our daily living? I think it's kind of simple, but really tough to do sometimes. In all our ways, we're to recognize God. And He will smooth out our paths, removing all those unnecessary obstacles. Let me conclude this way. Uh, if you've done note taking, go ahead and go ahead and put your put your pencil up, put your paper up if you would. Students love to hear that. Okay, class, put your pencil and paper up. That means class is about over. That means the sermon is about over, and it's not but nine minutes till twelve. Matt will make sure I know when it's twelve. I'm gonna make it, Matt. I'm gonna make it. All right, here we go. <clears throat> Think with me of the most stressed filled area of your life right now the most stress-filled area of your life maybe it's your job maybe it's something to do with family maybe it's a strained relationship with someone maybe it's a rebellious child maybe it's whatever it could be now focus on that would you you got it? You got it in your mind? All of us got it. Now, take that worry, that stress, that's eating away at you like terminal cancer, if you will, and leave it with Christ Jesus. The song goes this way, learning to lean, learning to lean. I'm learning to lean on Jesus. Finding more power than I've ever dreamed. I'm learning to lean on Jesus. So beginning September 1, 2019, beginning this very day, if we haven't already done so, can we lean on Jesus? Can we lean on him for everything? I've already told you and shown you in Scripture that we can do that. We can lean on him with all areas of our life. And see, let's remember that Christ can handle our problems. Because this is the way I look at it. If we truly love Jesus like we say we do, and we put all of our trust in him and all of our worries on him, you know what we need to do? We can, we can sit back and we can watch God, how he's going to work in our lives. But the dependence has to be on God and not on me, not on self. Let's do away with worry. Pray with me. Father, thank you for your word today. Thank you for this message, a very simple, a very basic message. But Lord, one that I believe, if not for anybody else in this building today, it was for me. So thank you, God, for sharing this message with us. And I pray, God, if we do have warriors here today, I pray that we 
would place all of our worries, all of our anxieties, or whatever it may be, that we would give them to you, that we would place them on your shoulders, that you would carry them for us, that you would work in our hearts and in our lives. I pray in Christ's name, amen.